You are listening to the Cuss Running Podcast, where we believe that running should be whimsical and that everyone belongs. Run as you are. Today's guest on the Cuss Running Podcast is Phyllis Stanley. Phyllis is an accomplished ultra runner and trail runner who has had a lifelong journey with running that will truly inspire you. Um, hello, and welcome to another episode of Cuss Running. I think I've decided to call these family style episodes. Is that stupid? No, I don't think it's stupid, but <clears throat> it makes me feel like I have to watch what I say more. Oh, like it's family appropriate. Yeah, but I don't know if I've ever been family not appropriate. No, but you do because you did drop the F-bomb in front of our seven-year-old nephew. Oh, yeah, I did. I apologize, too. You did apologize. Yeah. I don't think he heard either one, though, to be fair. No. Okay, so we're not calling these family-style episodes. What's no. your suggestion? Mm-hmm. Come back to Come you. back to me. I mean, you're the one that's in demand. I once again got another request last week oh, for you stop. to be on the podcast more. Okay. <laughs> Elaine has so many adoring fans. Okay. So this week we're going to start off. We're going to talk about UTMB, mm-hmm. which was this past weekend. And I made my family watch. <laughs> I just had it on. Ooh, let's play a game. Wait, what you game? know, I love these games. Wait, what game are we playing? What does UTMB stand for? Ultra Trail Mount Blanc. Why wouldn't you let me try? Oh, I thought, I didn't know that you thought you were just asking me what it's You could have for. at least amused the audience. I had no <laughs> idea. I knew yeah. Mont Blanc, Blanc. Yeah. But I don't think I knew. It was Ultra Trail. That should have been, it was pretty intuitive over there. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Now you know. Yeah. Um, and now the world knows. Now the world knows. It stands for so. Ultra Trail. I think it's, a, it's, it's an Iron Man. Is it Iron Man? Yeah, it's Iron Man owns that race now. Sorry, guys. I just slurped my coffee, I think, a little <laughs> I bit. I can edit out your slurp. Okay. It's okay. I'll edit out all your slurps. Okay. So slurp away. Um, what did you think of the race coverage? Of UTMB. Yeah, of UTMB. Sounds a lot in my head. Let's slurp away. <laughs> Baby, slurp away. <laughs> what song is that? When you're on the street someday <laughs> and you don't okay. know what to say. I don't even know what song slurp you're... Slurp away. Is it Chicago? I have no it's idea. It's like one of those like bands from the 80s. <laughs> like Rush. Yeah, you were cutting all this out. You're cutting it all right out. Okay. What did you think of the race coverage for UTMB? You've no thoughts. I have no thoughts. You've no thoughts on the race <laughs> That coverage. is like the most specific question. <laughs> it, well, it's, I mean, like what? So you wake up, you come out and I just have it on TV. I thought it was fine. Like what I was looking at was drones, like following mm-hmm. people around. The yeah. one thing that I felt like was annoying when mm-hmm. I was watching it, if I'm supposed to be. You're like, critiquing. Giving, We're critiquing. Okay. Um, is that they kept putting Jim Wamsley's name up, but then someone else's face. And so I don't know what he looks like. So I kept thinking it was Jim Wamsley like five different times. <laughs> I was like, oh, is this Jim Walmsley? Oh, is this Jim Walmsley? That's true. Because they would scan on the bottom screen that Jim Walmsley wins as they're showing like the Someone crossing the finish line. Coming through. Yeah. I mean, it clearly didn't take me very well four or five times showing it up there. Yeah. It was confusing because my brother-in-law started watching it and he kept asking me like, well, who was that? And who are those people? And I didn't know. I mean, these people are not coming in first at all. Yeah. I don't know, like 20th man. I don't know. And then I don't know who their family members are. Right. Them. right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I was just watching to see Courtney finish, which I, I ended up missing, but I knew she she was so far ahead. She was yeah. going to win. Yeah. Did she still, when I had spoken with you last, she was an hour ahead. Yeah. I Pack. think she ended up finishing an hour ahead mm. of everybody else. Yeah. That sounds really good. 
it's very good because I think she did that at either Hard Rock or Western States mm-hmm. as well. Like, was just like she has no competition. Which I was talking to someone about this yesterday, and you don't know this, but in terms of like women's ultra running, mm-hmm. there's like consistently been in history like one standout person and no competition. Where if you look at male ultra runners, there's like packs that come through that'll all be like popular at the same time and kind of racing each other. But like okay. the first really big women's ultra runners and Trace on, and she had no competition like at all. And so we were wondering if that was like a gender equality issue. Because there's just not as many women mm. in ultra running as men. Yeah. I mean, that sounds reasonable. Sounds right. Yeah. yeah. It was sounds, a dude I was talking about it with. So. Yeah. And then, of course, it goes into like, well, how do you get more people at your races? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I get asked that all the time. But I think we do a really good job at cusp running. We do. We do. Whenever I get asked about like, what do you do to get more women at races? I say like, you say that you want more women at races. I mean, yeah. Jason Green of the Yeti Trail Runners, he's been really active about wanting to have more women in his races than men and he pretty consistently has that yeah and creates the environment for women yeah, yeah to be his races you got any other ideas what these races could do the big races to get more women at them hmm. did you know to, to do one of the big races you have to run a smaller race first no i didn't know that yeah like you have to run our western states qualifier hmm. to even put in for western states and you have to get like so many i don't even know how utmb does it but so many stones which is like you do other races that count as stones to get into the UT MB lottery. So you have to run qualifying races. So you can't just go and train for the one race. You have to do well at the other race. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. It's kind of so in that regard, it would be like having to qualify to get into Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like that, like all the big races for ultra. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I think Boston's the only one you have to have a qualifying for, for the major marathons. I don't know though. Don't quote Yeah, that. I wouldn't know clearly. <laughs> no, I didn't expect that. <laughs> but I mean, we could Google. We could Google it, but we're not going to. So someone knows and wants to tell us, you know, let us know. Did you like the scenery at UTMB? Because I've also made you watch Western States. Yeah, I felt like um, UTMB was prettier mm-hmm. than Western States. It does look really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Not that Western States, I'm sure, isn't just lovely. Yeah, but I, I don't think anyone th- is saying that Western yeah. States is prettier. But some of the UTMB. downs that I was watching them do um, seemed really a lot. And then there were street routes. And you know how I feel about yeah the right. whole thing about like, you know, you have a stressful week. The last thing you <laughs> want to do is have to like dodge every tree route when you're going on a run. This is specific to you though and why you don't like trail running. Right. Well, I <clears throat> don't mind it. I just know I'm going to be really bad at it and I'm going to fall. Yeah. Yeah. No. The last time what we, not the last time we were on a trail together. Last time we were on a trail together here, mm-hmm. we went on a family hike mm-hmm. and you were really loving the trail. We were like half a mile in, maybe a mile in. And you were like, this trail is so easy to do. There are no rocks or roots. And I turn around and like, you have tripped. And yeah, I okay. <laughs> go yeah. to the ground. I feel like a dose of humility. Right after you, it was like a slow fall. Yeah. It wasn't a hard fall at all. Also, because you had like juniper on your back. So it really just kind of like just right. went down on your knee a little bit, but it was pretty funny. Yeah. I almost always fall when I'm on That's a trail. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of it is because it's <clears throat> not that I don't pick my feet up high enough always. It's that I don't pick my feet up high (laughs) okay so come on like some triggers are taller than others like there's no consistency you're just killing yourself (laughs) 
It's just a bold statement. It's maybe a little controversial. It could be. Yeah, you were getting stressed out on the downhills. You get stressed out anytime you see something like that. Danger? Danger. Yes, I sure do. Anytime you see danger. Okay. I'm doing that. Would you ever run UTMB? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I wouldn't. Would you crew me to run UTMB? Yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm supposed to say yes. You would support me. You would go to the finish line, but you would not crew me. Here's how I feel about it. If you're reliant on me trying to orient myself to anywhere that's in a mountainous setting, (laughs) I will die. (laughs) It will be close to where I was supposed to be the whole time, but I'm just, I can't do that. I don't know. When Allie ran, um, when you ran... The Yeti 100. The Yeti 100. Mm -hmm. It was a nightmare to get to do. There was no (laughs) self-service. That's what's called the damn Yeti. That's the one he does in June. The Yeti 100 is just Yeti called, 100. called the Yeti 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All his races. Soon to be damn Yeti, Jason. Mm-hmm. But he has one called damn Yeti. No, I know he does. Yeah. Let's cut all that. Let's call it. Up. Yeah. Let's not hype him at all. He doesn't no, need it. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. Poor boy from Appalachia. Just poor boy from Appalachia. He doesn't need that. He doesn't need the hype. <laughs> um, okay. I wanted to talk about your worst race experience. We can each talk about it, but I want to hear you say, like, of all the races you've done, trail races, road races, what was your worst race experience? <laughs> I mean, all of them. Like, what? No, I think the worst one was probably my first um, trail race was the, at the time, the Panther Creek Challenge. Yeah. I think. Yeah, they don't, they don't do it anymore as part no, of KTC. No. No. So I did that as a 10 miler. But there was a lot of bouldering, and I just didn't know what I was into. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the first trail race I've ever ran. I signed up for a series that Allie and I didn't know each other at the time, mm-hmm. but we would have signed up. We did sign up for mm-hmm. that same series that year and ran several of the same races. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Knoxville Track Club does a great job with those. It's like 10 to 12 races. And if you sign up, it's like, I don't know, between 120 and 150 bucks yeah. for 12 races. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So Panther Creek was your worst trail experience or worst race experience? Yeah, I think so. That 10 miler. I can remember um, it. I didn't really know anything about trail racing. Mm. So like it really grounded me in what trail <laughs> racing was about. I took a really good bloody knee in that race. Oh gosh. Yeah. I remember there was one section. I don't know if it was like this the year you ran it that you kind of came out and you could had a good little view but there was just kudzu coming down above mm-hmm. you and kudzu going to, so you're like in the middle of a kudzu mm-hmm. section which is just like snake central yeah which was very terrifying to That's the end disgusting. i was just like they just cut through the kudzu yeah and the snakes are on all sides of me now that's how i felt about it i'm sorry to say that i never <clears throat> knew that snakes just burrowed in kudzu mm-hmm. so now this is scary um, once again, I don't know if that's 100% accurate. That's just my perception of kudzu, that it would be great oh for snakes God. to live okay. in. Okay. I feel like it so would why be. it's really important to investigate facts. <laughs> in my perception, <laughs> snakes live in kudzu. It makes sense to me. Yeah. That, it looks like a uh, snake haven. Kudzu does. Yeah, it does. It does. Right? Rats, too, I think. In the city of Chicago, rats. There's in not the country. Kudzu. There's not kudzu in the city of Chicago. Okay, what is that stuff, Allie? Ivy? It grows kudzu it's it's almost more of a what southern stuff thing. in the city that grows all over people's yards and like mm, and, it's not know, kudzu, yeah. i see the rats in it mm. yeah what is that that grows in people's yard i don't know i don't know it takes over it does take over they just let it take over too it's like they want it to maybe that's where the rats live 
I know, I know they do because I see them come out of rabbit holes in there. I mean, it just seems like we're really getting off topic. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what my worst race experience would be. What yours? <laughs> yeah, what is your worst race experience? I know. I'm trying to think of it like perception wise, because like, why would I have had a bad race experience? Was it because of how the race was put on or because of how ill-trained I was for the race? You know? Yeah. What would have made it the worst race experience? I've had a lot of bad running and training experiences, but I can't think of like a bad, like worst race experience. You have to say something because I like forced out the one I said, because it wasn't that bad. Just because it was the first time I'd ever done it. Just say, oh, you know what? I actually do know the worst race experience. It was, it was a half marathon and a marathon and it was someplace in like middle Tennessee. And I feel like it had the word splash in the name Mm -hmm. of the title. I'm going to have to Google it. Mm -hmm. Um, But the whole course was like on the side of like a busy, like suburban four lane highway, like going past like strip malls and stuff. And it was on like a Saturday and it was so hot Hmm. and you're just breathing in exhaust. It was poorly marked. And I can remember getting to the end of the race and just like feeling like utter shit and just like taking my shoes off. Mm. And it's like walking to my car. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what the name of that race was, but it was somewhere in Middle Tennessee. But there was no splash, it sounds like. <clears throat> no. And I may be making up the splash thing. I'm really going to have to go and like look for this race now. It probably doesn't even exist anymore. But it was like this road half marathon in Middle Tennessee. It's interesting that my worst race experience is a road race and your worst race experience is a trail race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's played out. My 10 mile um, trail race was longer than my half marathon marathon time. So, mm. <laughs> yeah. That speaks to that. Speaking yeah. of um, your half marathon time, um, you have a half marathon. We've talked about it on the podcast. You have it coming up on your birthday, October 14th. Plenty of time. And um, how is training going? For that half marathon, I would say not. There's been some setbacks. There's been a few setbacks and some injuries. Mm -hmm. You had a toe injury. A toe injury, which I'm going to tell you how this happened. You all, I dropped a chair on my toe. Yeah, and we thought like it killed the toenail. We thought that's what happened. Like, oh, you deadened the toenail, but it turns out you just like split your toe open. Oh, let's cut all that. But that's what happened. People want to hear about my split toe. They do want to hear. Really? They, they want to hear about your split toe. So that's impeded your running. And it's impeded my running. I'm sorry to say that what happened to my toe to everyone. Yeah. I feel like you need to have to put something up that says like disclaimer. disclaimer. Gore. Ew. Yeah. Blood. See how you're the one who's been sticking your toe in my face like every day. Like, look at my toe. Isn't it family style? <laughs> it's not family. Yeah. It's not family style. It's far. So what? do you want your training to look like over the next let's see five weeks four and a half weeks yeah before you do your half marathon it will be gradual and I'm not worried about it like I feel comfortable running a half marathon yeah you know will it be my best no will I be miserable probably last year at this time I did the marathon and I called my mom mm-hmm. and then this yeah. year mm-hmm. my mom has unfortunately passed away yeah. so I'll be thinking about that yeah on my birthday during the race yeah yeah so it'll be a sad half marathon I don't know I'm gonna try to make it be something make it else. a good day yeah I think people are gonna be there and also be running the half marathon like with you yeah so that'll be so nice I'll be like super pregnant at that point so I you know I'll be there to support you yeah but 
You don't have to give me any condolences. No one give Elaine any condolences. Please just don't. You know. I don't know what stage of grief I'm in, but just any we don't know. But we're not in the condolences stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're past that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like you can give her a high five. Yeah. High five. What is do you think the condolence period that you have? I mean, it's been my mom died on August 18th. But like if you were just talking to someone the other day and you found like their mom died five years ago and you were like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So I think like if you if it gets brought up in conversation, people are like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Well, that's true. Then it's gonna happen. Yeah, I just I don't think, think it's brought up in conversation. Yeah, but like in terms of like people know us, they're gonna listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. They're gonna want to offer condolences. Yeah, they're gonna want to offer condolences. But we just said don't or or send your condolences to. But <laughs> we haven't said the form of a dollar. <laughs> send Elaine a dollar as a condolence. No, don't send me a dollar. Don't give me anything. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm yeah okay um yeah i had to figure out what my next topic was oh um so you and i do this thing and i I wanted to let the world know Mm -hmm. and you know if you're out on a run in the city especially where people are going to see you you're in your own zone and you think no one's paying attention to you that is not true elaine and i (laughs) make commentary on every runner we pass and generally the rule of thumb is if we think that they're running faster than we could ever run that they're only doing two miles that's yeah they're only doing two miles yeah they can't be going that far if they're running that fast and then if they're a runner similar to us we're like yeah good job getting out there awesome and then we judge um, a lot of what guys are wearing yeah but that's because like let me give you an example i went took the dog out earlier and there's a guy running intentionally running you could tell cargo shorts what why is it he has running shoes on i don't get it i don't get it either because we have seen so many runners and I've talked to other runners about this. If you see a woman out running, she's in running clothes. Yeah. She's got the gear. She's in the gear. She's, she's specific. Got the kit. If you see guys out running mm-hmm. a solid, what, 25 to 50% of guys are running in just whatever. I know. Jeans. I know. Cargo shorts. It's like a lot of gym, gym shorts. shorts. Yeah. Weird layers. Like yeah. tight yeah. capris with gym shorts over them and mm-hmm. a button up. Sh- like, and it's yeah. not intentional it's not stylish in any way and so i just like guys why are you running in this stuff mm-hmm. it has to lead to strange chafing maybe that's why they do it maybe so they it have the chafing? no yeah. but running clothes would lead to chafing no don't you think that like if you needed to wear a base layer even if it's short caprice underneath your shorts that's for chafing. well that's for chafing but we see lots of people not doing that i'm saying that like not running and running specific clothing no i agree with you yeah I mean yay for you for getting out running yeah and if you're one of those people yeah it's not a negative it's just confusion commentary confusion yeah it is and then we've also noticed that there's time periods where only guys will be out running Mm -hmm. or only women will be out running and then other time periods where just everybody running but it's it seems like a memo has been sent out with how like intentional it It does but this morning again I went out and I was debunked totally there was like guys and girls so I was like what is this today yeah I never know we should start like tracking it yeah, that makes that seem really weird no like, Ooh, that just... would be kind of fun to sit <laughs> over by the beach it's just like every day right down mm-hmm. this was the woman's running hour yeah yeah this is the it does feel very hour. much so heavy on certain days mm-hmm. it does at, ter- at certain times of the day yeah yeah but when I was getting up early to run I was often the only female runner out running that early which makes sense it's like a safety thing mm, yeah 
uh, ladies don't feel comfortable running that early, but then it'll be like nine or 10. And then you'll see all the ladies out. That's true. I see a lot of ladies running at mm -hmm. nine, 10. Yeah. That seems like the hour. Yeah. And then guys just running whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. in whatever. In whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's the patriarchy, I think. Mm. <laughs> right at work. We have two more races to um, direct this year. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? Absolutely. Do you know when our next race is? Wait. Um, it's not this weekend, but it's next weekend. Okay. Yeah, it's very soon. What What's the date? It's September 17th. Yeah, it's very soon, but it's our easiest race to put on. Timely nonsense. That is, is coming up really soon. I had no idea. Sometimes <laughs> I think she just keeps them secret. <laughs> or I could tell you and you would still forget. Rude. <laughs> Everyone's listening. <laughs> but, okay, so timely nonsense is next. Mm -hmm. And timely nonsense, I mean, I love them all. Yeah. The timely nonsense is in so many ways my favorite. Why? One, because it is the easiest one to put on. Mm. Very, I mean, it's a one mile paved loop course in a park in the middle yeah. of the city. So easy to mark. Um, I generally do the marking the same day, just right before the race starts. I mark it. Um, easy to get supplies to, you know, there's a 7-Eleven across the street if you run out of stuff. And you can get the 7-Eleven app. You can get the 7-Eleven app, which if you don't have the 7-Eleven app, you should get. Honestly, they're right. not even paying us to say this. They're not sponsoring us at all. But the 7-Eleven app, we use on the regular. We so do. there's a 7-Eleven across the street. Mm -hmm. And then it's just, you know, being able to see the runners all day in that way. Like you get to know every runner on course and know their different vibes. Yeah. My favorite is on this race where there's a 12-hour a option and there's like a certain hour that like everybody gets grumpy. Right. Which is my favorite hour. Is Wait. that blood sugar dropping or what Probably is this happening so. in people? It's yeah, like right? hour like 10. They be like nine to 10 when they, they've already gone so far mm -hmm. and they've been running so long, but they're still realizing that they still have hours to go. And like, and they're all pleasant to the aid station and the, you know, us and everything. They're all pleasant, but you can just tell that their attitudes mm -hmm. have soured. Yeah. And it's always funny to see an adult with a sour attitude. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but you know, I feel like I always have a sour attitude when I'm running and then people are like, no, you were, you were nice. Oh, see, that's funny. Cause I was talking to Oliver who we love. Yeah. And I told him I could tell when his attitude got sour last year, he was like, no, you couldn't. And I was like, oh no, I could, <laughs> I could tell when your attitude got sour. He's a lovely man and he was lovely and perfectly charming and respectful the whole time, but he definitely. That's just his blood sugar dropping. He was blood sugar was dropping. So everyone's blood sugar dropped exactly. at the same time. But yes. so we've got timely nonsense next. Timely nonsense is next. And this time Juniper will be active. Yes. So very... I'm wondering how many loops Juniper will run. Yes. And I run <laughs> 10 times as many. <laughs> exponentially because somehow I have to chase them in circles to yeah get to them. yeah no I, I was thinking about like you know how I put out the challenges for the runners should mm -hmm. do like us bringing the running stroller and be like you have to push juniper for a loop. <laughs> you know I it's like idea. one of the challenges just keep popping juniper out for yeah run with. <laughs> we'd make a race right during its time we want to watch a movie at the theater okay Okay. okay. Leave Juniper with the people to push. That's part of the race. You yes, have to be pushing part of the race. The stroller. It's kind of like a chariot situation. Maybe it's like like a relay race. I'm happy with that. Yeah, but like we just want to watch a movie. We just want to watch a movie. So maybe two and a half, three hours. That's it. That's we have to get two in from the movie theater. 
Well, that's it's a time race. It's a time race for three and a half hours. Yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll, be, <laughs> well we're gonna have the the two soon. Oh yeah, we're having another one. If you guys didn't know, yeah. If you all, I think they'd know yeah. that. Sorry, I said guys. I was trying to stop this because I'm gendering all the time. You, and I mean nothing all the about time. It. Nothing. Just about y'all. It. Just y'all. I need to say y'all mm-hmm. for everything. You're doing a pretty good job. You're a pretty good job. Or maybe I have an all male contingent or male identifying base. Maybe you do. That's not true. I don't think so. It's not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So y'all, y'all yeah, is good. I think y'all is good. Um. So we've got timely. That's yeah. a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And then we have fancy nonsense. Very right. fancy. It's very fancy. Yeah. Um, which we're back at Redgate Woods. We're back at the OG location because mm-hmm. the construction is done. But it's a new course this year. It's a five and a half mile looped course, almost exclusively on single track. Oh, fine. And mostly on single track that the mountain bikers aren't on, from nice. my experience. So that one will be October 28th. Okay. In which I will either be uber pregnant mm-hmm. or we will have just had a baby. Who knows? Yes, exactly. So that'll be a really interesting race. It will be. <laughs> yes. I'm sure we will be tired either way. If you want to volunteer to babysit our children and to tend to during the race or to tend to us. Yeah. You know, let us, let us know. Um, and the baby is scheduled to come to us mm-hmm. on, on Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. So technically should arrive three days after fancy nonsense yeah yeah that's the goal here and then we would have like a six month break between races mm-hmm. yeah um i know i have a 2024 race goal mm-hmm. for my postpartum not being a baby maker life yeah do you have a 2024 race goal mm. you know and I, I can't say i necessarily have a race goal mm-hmm. but i would like to run Chicago with you mm-hmm. we've talked about this we have talked about this yeah. so I think that you know getting a whole year around of just getting our lives back in order after having a baby mm-hmm. would be a great goal yeah getting back yeah. in a good getting back routine. in a good running and what has been a, a, a just a really crazy year yeah for us yeah personally yeah yeah Elaine got bit by a dog mm-hmm. that was crazy yeah yeah mother's day getting stitches on mother's my hair and <laughs> one stitch one two stitches one stitch two stitches Allie okay two I'm stitches even, it's your body oh my God. it's your body but I'm not no it's too good do not take my stitches away from me <laughs> don't deny <laughs> me of my truth <laughs> I've never had stitches before it's mm-hmm. very intense and you have had a stitch but as it turns out they don't like to stitch I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast already I don't know if we did I don't know if we did but they don't like to um stitch stitch up dog bites dog bites yeah because dogs mouths are gross they're nasty they're so gross um yeah getting back into a good running routine well my goal is i want to do the nora stamhard trail race which is in knoxville which is the first ultra race i ever volunteered at and i've never run it but i volunteered at it several years yeah does does that include the hill that you made me climb yeah okay it includes Mm -hmm. that hill that i made you climb (laughs) But you don't have to do the race with me. I mean, you'll be tending to our flock of children at that point. Let me just tell the story really fast. Okay. Go ahead. This I'll was start. a long time ago. I'm six, seven. No, it has to have been seven plus yeah. years ago at yeah. this point. We are backcountry backpacking. Is this not the time? That's not the time. No. This is when I snuck you into the back of the park because there was some festival happening oh, out front that. that your sister was at. 
And I was like, no, I know a back way into the park. And we went the back way into the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. not the big hill. I made yeah. you go. Are you talking about with radar? Yeah. And I didn't want to camp near the weirdos. So I was like, we have to go a little further. And we camped at Chimney Top. Okay. I don't know. That's that that's bad. the hill. And, but it was like a hill at the end. It was huge hill. And you had to carry radar. And what else did I have, Allie? You had the whole hiking pack. It was fine. But why <laughs> did you have to carry radar? No. <laughs> You're not driving me down this. <laughs> Why did you have to carry radar? I had to carry radar because she heard a little baby call. Mm-hmm. Because I was crossing the road with her and she was so tiny. She's so cute. And I didn't notice that her paw had gotten in the grate mm-hmm. and I was walking still and she got her, her paw was in it. And I pulled mm-hmm. thinking that she was coming with me and it yanked her paw. And it yanked her paw. And it hurt and her, 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 her paw. Mm-hmm. And was there drinking involved? Why do you, <laughs> you're cutting that off. <laughs> shaming shaming i'm just cutting that all out yeah you're cutting all that out but a uh, lot of editing there's a lot of editing in this episode yeah i'm getting north damn hard which is not the hard hill but it is hard well let's say that again without bringing up the hard hill because now you don't even need to exit from even when i start bringing up the hard (laughs) hill my 2024 race goal is a 50k that is that is it if we get into chicago i will run chicago that i got like a six-week break between races yeah yeah if we run Chicago, do you have a neighborhood that you're going to look forward to running? I mean, we don't make it to our neighborhood. No. So that's kind of a bummer. Um, I've heard Pilsen is really rad. Obviously you run it, you ran it. So I have details from you, but also like I could tell from where like I was on course, where were like cooler spots you running through like West Loop or like Greek town. I guess you ran through Greek town. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It was pretty packed yeah. with people. I just more like, I think be excited to run in places of the city that I've never been through. Yeah. So like I've never ran through Chinatown. No, it's really neat. Yeah. That was Pilsen and Chinatown were favorites for sure. Yeah. Like the North side, like I've run through the North side like a million times. Sorry, North side. In the section of Lincoln Park, mm-hmm. by the time I got there, no one's there. because it, It's hard to get to. Yeah. It's hard to get to there, that section. It's like we've, you know, we ran there all the time when we lived closer. So I went, I would like be looking for like the end of the course, I guess. That would be great. Cool. Right. Yeah um that's it from our family style episode i thought we were supposed to talk about something else what else are we gonna talk about no but it can't be the thing that i said don't leave save that there's something i said save mm, for like another episode mm-hmm. i don't remember that's all i got mm. yeah if you have questions for elaine and i of what you would like to hear us talk about because we just kind of make it up based on <laughs> what we've already been talking about um you know let us know please continue to tell me how much more i should have elaine on the podcast you know if it's this should just turn into elaine's podcast you guys could also just let me know that you know no offense there would never be a podcast (laughs) i'd be like oh i'll get around to that that. at some point Mm -hmm. at some point i'd be working on the intro for 20 years (laughs) you really would (laughs) you really would all right that's it Okay. And thank you for recording. Thank you for having me. Absolutely.